What's good, Skyliners? It's Tia Chilea here. It's super early in the morning, but I had to um, step in and chime in on something on a topic that I'm sure some of y'all do it all the time. Um, Real quick, real quick this morning, I'm in my car taking my daughter to her bus and this man just deliberately dumped his girlfriend on the radio because her family is crazy and he didn't like them on Thanksgiving. He felt like that was the straw that broke the camel's back. So he dumped her on the radio because of her family. Me personally, I think he was waiting for the perfect time to do it. And he did it. Um, maybe the mom, because he said something about the mom was, you know, going off on him and the girlfriend didn't defend him. Maybe the mom uh, just helped push him along. You know, no biggie. I thought it was, I thought he did her a favor, honestly, by dumping her over the radio. Like, you've just made her more desirable, in a sense. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, y'all. I'm really, start, I think I'm starting to get sick. Um <laughs> Anyway, I hope you guys had a good weekend. It is Monday morning. It ain't even 8 o'clock yet. And I'm about to go in on on a couple things that just really get up under my skin, you guys. Okay. (laughs) So bear with me because I'm going to try to do this as intellectual and cute as possible. You know how the new kids like to say, I'm keeping it cute. So I'm going to try to keep it cute. Um. I need to talk to the fellas real fast because there's something that's been going on for generations and generations and generations. And now I'm starting to get to the point where like I can literally sit in a room full of people and I can feel when the vibe changes, uh, when this particular thing happens. Now, um, I love my my light-skinned sisters. I love y'all. You know, one of my my best friend is biracial, okay? And in high school, she used to get mistaken as a Mexican. So I love you guys. I have no ill will towards you whatsoever. But this one is for the men. So as far back as history can go, you know, um, and the African-American black culture, it's always been a case of the brown paper bag situation or, you know, being too dark for something or being light enough to pass for white. Uh, Yeah. I'm going back to slavery days. Um, and realistically, I know I'm, it's going to sound like I'm looking for somebody to blame and I'm not, um, because this, situation has been going back so far and has been going on for so long that I'm not even sure of a solution, but I want to talk about it. I want to bring it up. Okay. Um, for as far back as I can remember, I've always been quote unquote pretty for a dark skin girl, or I have pretty hair for a dark skin girl. So, you know, Growing up, it used to make me wonder, so if I was light-skinned, would I just be, you know, bad or beautiful or gorgeous or whatever the case may be, not for a dark-skinned girl or not for a light-skinned girl, but just flat-out, bottom-line, gorgeous? You know, like, why did that, for a dark-skinned girl, always have to get tagged on 
to a label or a compliment that someone was giving me. I never really fully quite understood that. So anyways, um, I have a friend who is um, of lighter complexion, um, and she and I used to play on this because it was amazing how much when she stepped into a room, the atmosphere changed. The attention diverted to her. Um, And don't get me wrong, she's beautiful, you know, but like she would say, Tia, you're beautiful. I don't understand why when you walk in the room, you don't turn heads or, and I do, don't get me wrong, I do. But my being dark skin would be overshadowed by her being light skin. So we would, you know, go out together and hang out together and um, do like little miniature social experiments um, while we were drinking. You know, she at one point she'd tell me to walk in first to see how things would, you know, turn around or I'd walk in after her type of situation just so we could see how the atmosphere changes or the vibe changes. So long story short, um, I was in a social setting and, um, you know, it was a pretty mixed, diverse crowd and things of that nature. But it was one particular person that walked in the building and she was beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Um, She was very pretty. Um, when she walked in the room, the whole vibe changed. And I mean, you got single men, married men. Hell, there was probably some gay men up in there. I don't know. But they all diverted their attention to her. Even some that were like mid-sentence, mid-conversation. And I honestly, I laughed. I thought it was funny because... This same thing is what pins women against each other. And it's petty. Don't get me wrong. Men, I'm not giving you guys, you know, the torch and saying this is all your fault. No, it's not all your fault. But it has a little bit to do with you. Um, Families do it to each other. You know, in my own family, there was a, a situation where, you know, because people didn't like my dad. They felt like, you know, they they didn't like me which I thought was the dumbest thing ever. I'm a child. You don't like my father. Okay. Sometimes I don't either, but that doesn't mean I'm going to treat his offsprings or his, his bloodline differently because the the mistakes he made. That's stupid. But I have gotten that before from grown ass people. Shout out to my cousin's dad. You know, he fucking treated me like shit. He was light skin. Key phrase light skin. He treated me like shit as a kid because he didn't like my father. Well, shit, I didn't like my dad either. So we could have been the best of friends, Gary. Shout out to you. Hi, Mo. Sorry, I just put your your dad all on wax and everything. I know Mo is my is a good listener. She supports me. She's my first cousin. I love her to death. But she knows firsthand. We used to have these tit for tat situations all the time. I had a cousin named Lisa, light skin. They treated her like the queen of Sheba until she fell flat on her face full of disappointments. And all of a sudden now my family wanted to pay attention to me because I was in the background doing what I was supposed to do, which is go to school, get good grades, graduate, go to college, you know, but I got overlooked because Lisa was the golden child, literally because she was light skinned. You know, I'm really tired of the light skin, dark skin thing going forth, even in our own families. You know, 
you treat one kid better than you treat the other kid because they look differently. Or you treat one kid better than the other kid because you love one kid's dad more than you like the other one. Like, it's it's crazy. And with that being said, I'm glad I brought that up because I just read a couple articles and I know y'all hate. Here's the bad news in Chilea's Corner. I know you guys hate the bad news that I got to bring, but I got to keep you informed because this stuff is happening. Like, there are a lot of, you know, parents out there who get in relationships with people that they don't really know. And those same people end up killing your kid because they don't like your baby mama or they don't like your baby daddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you decide to take that child's life, what do do you think is going to happen? You think that man is going to marry you? You think that woman is going to stay with you because you didn't like her baby daddy or you didn't like her baby mama. Now the baby got to suffer. I saw a story. The baby was two years old. He got hot water, scolding hot water thrown on him. His skin was peeling off of him because his daddy girlfriend didn't like his mama. But his mama was trying to do the right thing by letting the baby go spend time with his father. Let me tell you something. I had a conversation a while ago, my daughter's 13 now, and her father got remarried about 10, maybe 11 years ago. I, we were never married, but he got married to a woman about 10, 11 years ago. And um, when it was brought to my attention that he wanted to spend time with her, and the side was about four. And, you know, I made the conscious decision to let her go spend time with her fa- her dad's family and things of that nature and get to know them. I, it's only fair, you know. But at the same token, I took a I took a flight because I wanted to meet the woman who was going to be sleeping under the same roof as my my father, my excuse me, my daughter. Um, and I had every right to. She had a she has a child as well. And I would think as a single mother, she would do the same thing if her child's father decided to get married to a woman that she didn't know. Now, I looked this woman in her face and people People took it as me being mean, but I wasn't being mean. I was being dead serious. I looked her dead in her face and I let her know, I don't give a damn if my daughter gets a scratch on her nose, if she bleeds from her mouth, if she busts her knee open and it's at the hands of you, I'm coming to kill you. There is no question that this is not a threat. This is a guarantee. And I looked her dead in her face and I was dead fucking serious. And everybody thought I was being mean or, you know, I was jealous of him and hers marriage or whatever. Like, I don't want your man, honey. I already had him. That's how I felt. I got a baby. You don't. You got the ring. What big deal? You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, big fucking deal. If I wanted your man, I would have kept him back then. But I didn't want him. I just wanted her to know how serious I was about my daughter. And his brother, you know, looked at me that day and he's like, you know, Tia, I I fully get what you're saying. He said, but everybody ain't going to take it the way that you delivered it. And I told him straight up to his face, I don't give a fuck. That's my child. If she so much as gets a scratch, if she calls me and says that lady put her hands on her, you can best believe I'm flying out there to kill her. I'm not going to fight her. I'm a killer. End of story. And I meant that. It wasn't a threat. It was a validated guarantee. <laughs> Crazy as I am, I hey, I don't care. When it comes to minds, I will go that far. And I would expect any other mother to do the same. 
Ah, you guys, what a fucking weekend. So anyways, going back to the whole light skin, dark skin situation that leads on to, you know, a type of jealousy that I honest to God don't know how we going to fix you guys because it goes back to slavery days. Black men get mad at black women for dating a white man. But even back in the slavery days, the white man, the slave owner was treating that concubine better than he was treating his wife sometimes. You know, for the most part, a lot of times, do your hit like really, really read your history. A lot of times these slave masters had one piece of ass, black ass, by the way, that they liked. And they produced children with those people, with those women. And when those men died, they gave those women and that and those children their freedom. You know, so men, black men, don't get mad at the black woman for dating a white man. If that man treats her like a goddess and she's happy leave them alone there's a lot of situations out here where the men are just as damaged as the women but men are taught to be tough and not show emotion so you know the woman ends up becoming quote-unquote crazy in the eyes of the man because she's showing emotion and he's been taught not to So you got a lot of damaged men out here floating around, you know, um, damaging broken women, women that are already broken. And then you have this vicious cycle of bullshit that continues. Now you got bitches wanting to fight over you and things of that nature. Let me tell you something. I ain't never been a woman to fight over no man. I have literally stood and looked at a woman scream her head off at me in front of an establishment with a lot of people just to hear herself talk. Nothing happened. I am not one to fight over no man because after we done fighting, honey, he going to pick the next person out of the crowd to go home with. And you just wasted your time and my time. So what are we fighting for? You get what I'm saying? Especially if he out here being community dig, why are we fighting? Bitch, high five me. Let's go roll a blunt and have a good day. Like you hit, I hit great. Everybody's happy. Like what's the issue? You know, it's when, I think it's when a woman really loves the nigga. Like she really loved that nigga and he don't really love her. That she decides she wants to fight everybody that he talks to. You know, don't be stupid. Don't be out here looking stupid, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know the nigga is fucking other bitches and you on social media claiming them, baby, I just have to let you look stupid. You just stupid. And I know one of those. Shout out to you. I ain't gonna say her name, though. <laughs> That's just petty. And I'm, I'm beyond petty this morning. Beyond it, okay? Because... I'm sick of it. Like, I don't know why people look at me and feel like as if I don't want more. You know, yeah, I talk a lot of shit because I've been through a lot of shit. You know, I've had relationships that if I told you about them, you would be like, I can't believe that. But it really happened. You know, um, I make jokes and and I love to laugh and, and have a good time with my friends and my family. You know, but there's a lot of stuff that I... I inside deal with you know what I'm saying so 
you know, um, I'm single by choice because there's a lot that I want out of a relationship. Um, I don't have high expectations as far as a man is concerned. Like, you don't have to be rich and you ain't got to be, you know, dapper Dan or anything like that. Shout out to him because he fly. Um, but at least match my moral, at least match my hustle, at least have a good brain on your head and, and be able to converse with me. Let's talk about something other than fucking, you know, like there's other shit in the world to talk about other than fucking. I have so much more to offer other than my pussy. And my shout out to my co-host. I miss him so much. He used to say something to me all the time. He's like, every bitch got a pussy. (laughs) And it used to make me laugh, but he would repeat it so much that the basis of it was what makes you special is you, not your pussy. You get what I'm going with that? It's not yours. It's it's you. You know what I mean? So. I appreciate him for that because that was some real shit. (laughs) Every bitch got a pussy. What makes you special is you. Remember that. Um, Furthermore, you know, whatever happened to courting? Like nowadays, it's more about a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, be on your way. And, you know, we're friends. We could be friends. And then, you know, the man expects the woman to act a certain way in social settings. You got to act accordingly you know, act, stay in your lane type of shit, but you ain't never discussed what that lane was before you stuck your penis in her. You know, you just fucked her and now you're expecting her to act accordingly. What is accordingly? My mom raised me as a literal person. So if you say the sky is blue, the sky is blue. If you say, you know, um, but just basically with me, you just have to be very direct. You got to be transparent. You got to be very direct. So because I'm a literal person, I will take anything you say very literally. You know, I know when to joke and and when when we're just kidding around and things like that. But when it comes to, you know, my body, my life, um, my health, my well-being, I'm very literal. I don't like to play around. I don't like to toy. I will fuck somebody up behind my feelings at this point in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been through so enough that... This better be for sure what you want. You know what I mean? When you come, when you step to me, this better be for sure what you want. Because I am at a point in my life where I will put a bullet in somebody (laughs) behind my feelings. You know, these people, niggas is out here really, really doing it. And um, I need, you know, everybody to kind of step into their power. Women and men. You know, there are a lot of a lot of times where you got good men that have been damaged by bad women. They chose the wrong ones. And now every woman after her, he dogs the fuck out. Why? I don't know. You know, but they they high five him. He's the hometown hero, so to speak. But let a let someone like me who, you know, was in a domestic relationship, who's been sexually assaulted, who's. You know, had niggas have babies on her and, you know, dead wives and shit. And, uh, yeah, like, literally that happened. Like, a nigga just flat out continues to deny the fact that he was married. And the woman's been dead for, like, nine months now. I'm just waiting for him to just be honest and just say, yes, I have been. I was married to her. 
even during the time that I was lying to you. I was married to her, but he won't do it. You know, I don't know if it's fear. I don't know if you think that, like, you're going to lose me because you already lost me. Like, I can't go back to that. I can't even trust you from this point on because you would lie and deny a dead woman. You feel what I'm saying here? Like, the shit is savage. Yo, a bitch can't even get a date. I can't even get an Applebee's two for 20 or a, a $10 Chili's meal before you fuck me. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, um, there's nothing special about penis. Just like every bitch got a dick. I mean, got a penis, got a pussy. Every nigga got a dick. There's nothing special about it. Every man can offer penis, but what else are you offering? Like, I want something real. I'm getting up in age. Like, I don't. I don't want to continue to just be playing the field out here. Like, I'm knocking on 40. I'm not saying 40 is the end of the world, but y'all think I'm rude and savage in my 30s. Wait till I get to my 40s. Like, I'll probably be probably be a nun, a cussing nun. <laughs> no lie, like the cussing pastor. <laughs> I'll probably be that bitch, you know, but... Honestly, honest to God, you guys, you got to do better. Everybody across the board. Women, if you stop allowing it, the men will stop doing it. Men, if you start, you know, I get it. Men are hunters, so they want to they wanna feel like there's a challenge there, you know. But when you press the issue as far as the challenge is concerned and then you finally get it, why do you treat it like it's trash, why is she a hoe now? Because she slept with your hoe ass? Like, I don't... The labels, period. Labels. Like, you know, that woman is single. You're in a relationship. She sleeps with you. What makes That makes her a hoe? No, that makes you a hoe. I'm sorry. <laughs> I get tired of labels. Like, I've been labeled a hoe for not doing hoe activity. How am I a hoe for not doing hoe activity? How does that work? Like, for for how? Anyways, guys, I'm done ranting. I had to get that off my chest on a Monday because it's sickening. We need to do better as a people. You know, a lot of times people get angry. You get angry at a black man being shot by the police. You get angry at a black man being lynched by the KKK. You get angry about our young girls being you know, picked up off the street for sex trafficking. Trafficking. You get angry about our children being killed in the streets. You get angry about stuff like that. But you don't get angry about our culture and about what we do to each other. It's right here. It's right now. You know, that's why it's so easy for other people to do it to us because we do it to each other. They see, they see it. They watch us do it. And then they join the party because they think it's cool. It's going to get me in with the in crowd if I continue. If I poke fun at you, like you poking fun at your own people. So when are we going to make the decision to knock it the fuck off? Real talk. Anyways, guys, it's Monday. Um, I hope you have a great, great day. Um, And be good to others. And they'll be good to you. Like, be good to yourself first. Self-love is always first and foremost important. But also being kind to each other goes a long way. You just holding the door for for a lady 
could be the thing that keeps her alive today. Think about it. Like, really, really think about that. You just saying good morning to somebody could be the thing that keeps them from going in and blowing up a building. Instead of being so nasty and mean in your in your ratchet ass self, you know. <laughs> I love you guys. Thanks for rocking with me. Thanks for listening. I just wanted to drop in real quick on this Monday and touch bases on a couple things. Um, but thank you. Thank you to all my supporters. Thank you for holding me down. Um, continue to rock with Talk from the Sidelines. I have a couple spinoff shows coming out real soon um, with a couple people that I'm really excited about. Chilea's Corner is always up every uh, other weekend. Um, And then, of course, I do Talk from the Sidelines. I try to get on here every other day. So just keep rocking with me, guys, and um, keep praying for me, supporting me, and things of that nature. Um, Shout out to everyone listening and my, um, my squad. I love you guys. Um, Big, huge, major shout out. And the void was definitely felt um, to my co-host, forever co-host, Mr. Iamari Sounds himself. May he rest in peace. And a shout out to my cousin, Kevin Jr., who is also resting in peace. We did definitely feel the void of missing you guys this uh, Thanksgiving. So keep uh, the families in prayer. Keep me in prayer, guys. And thank you for um, supporting me. I hope you all have a wonderful Monday. Thanks for rocking with Talk from the Sidelines. I am Tia Chalia, the hostess with the mostest. Have a wonderful Monday, guys. Ciao.